All right, welcome to the Andrew Collins Show. I'm your host, Andrew Collins, joined by Brenna LaRock, who is my living girlfriend. <laughs> Are you coughing? You say that like 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 I'm an au pair or something. I mean, I'm a live-in girlfriend. Yes. You... Like it's a job. It is a job. Live-in girlfriends are are working while well, they're at home. Well, I think a living girlfriend, as opposed to just dating, I mean, we we skipped a step of getting married, old-fashioned. Oh, like getting married, then getting, then moving in. That's how it used to be. Oh, that's crazy. That's living life on the edge, in my opinion. Moving in after you're married? I mean, these people that oh. get married, sight unseen, and arranged marriages... But if you look at the statistics, they're better than the people that have known each other for year, years. I don't know. There's something, I guess, like... Uh, less resentment. Maybe less resentment, less baggage. At least the first two years, you're like, getting to know the person. You're like, what are they up to? Who are they really? And you don't really know until about year five, and then you're just tired and too lazy to get divorced. And then your whole family and their tradition is going to fucking talk shit about you if you get divorced. So then you stay together and it's beautiful. You're, but you're like starting off your marriage clean slate. Like it's the best, that's the happiest you're going to be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I guess so. But that's not to say that everybody who gets married is like, I fucking hate this person. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I, yeah, we were talking about it the other day. Okay. The, so now, now I know when you propose to me is when we're at our worst. Yes. <laughs> Yes, when we get married, I will hate you as much as I possibly can. And I but I'll be so tired. <laughs> That's the thing is people are just tired. Do they really want to get married or they just they just don't want to try mean, anymore? So many people that I met, I wouldn't I don't know if necessarily tired, but I just know so many people that were like addicted to cocaine. And then they stopped doing cocaine, like in college. Mm -hmm. And then they got married like two days later. They were just like, I'm done. I'm exhausted. I'm just going to settle. And now I'm divorced with. And they're doing coke again. <laughs> well, Adderall. But, oh, yeah. Which is the legal cocaine. <laughs> I, I, I never talked about how I was given. Um, I know how we talk about ADHD on here. It's your favorite topic. Today, I tried to get out of a wet towel situation by putting on ADHD. ADHD. And I also say it like an Italian waiter. You do. You put emphasis on the H. Yeah. ADHD. ADHD. <laughs> Bipolary. I don't know if it works with that. Like, but. yeah. So, um, yeah, when I was 12, I would be in class and I'd be like, you ever see those kids that are just like... <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would be in math class. Just those, <laughs> those are the kids that are in there in the the short bus. Yeah, in the small school. Yeah, and then my legs would. I would always like do this, where yeah. if you could get it right, you could just have them fucking going. It's almost like you're not even thinking about it. They're just they're just shaking. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Some kind of nerve situation. I, it doesn't seem like it, it seems like it's Parkinson's esque, <laughs> but um. I was 12, and I, that's how I was in class. I was, it's the 12-year-old's Parkinson's. Yeah. Early <laughs> onset. Early, early, early. Pre, 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 pre-parks. Pre-parks. Um, so I'm pre-parking, and my teachers are like, he's all over the place. Like, 
just wild. And so my mom took me to a psychiatrist, I think maybe one time, and they put me on Ritalin. Oh, that's when you found out you had ADHD. Was yeah, ADD back then, ADD. they called it. This okay. is before people made it their own personality, before I did. This is when like kids were like, why is he in school with us? He's over there just... <laughs> I like math. <laughs> They're like, why are you doodling so much? I doodled so hard. Did you get in trouble for talking a lot? Oh, my God. All the time. I have so many stories of yeah. teachers beating the shit out of me, pretty I got, much. I, I was always too much talking. Yeah. I mean, when you shouldn't have and you get caught, you, the teachers turn, their back is turned. You go, hey, yeah, you're a fucking fat, sloppy bitch. And it's like, <laughs> what did you say? Nothing, nothing. And then you just keep doing it because one kid laughs. Yeah. Call some kid pepperoni face because he had like six pimples. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. Got you. Anyhow. My mom puts me on Ritalin, and uh, I guess I w- actually when she when I finally got given Ritalin, I must have been fourteen or fifteen at this point, because I was like a sophomore in high school, I think. Um, but uh, I was doing this though, and so my mom puts me on Ritalin, and I start taking it, and then I'm not hungry anymore, which maybe I should uh, get back on it now. I'm telling you. <clears throat> What, Adderall? We need to get some. <laughs> I mean, I definitely can go in there and I don't even have to say three words. He's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. So You they... just show him. Sometimes I go. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you need way more Adderall. Um, yeah, I wonder how many people like fake it. So many. I know people who fake it. Well, there's so many doctors nowadays. First of all, yeah. you could just go in there and they'd be like, so you're hyper? Are you hyper? Well, Answer me. I Are know you somebody hyper? who faked it yeah. and went in and the doctor was like, yeah, I mean, you say you have ADHD. and I think even if you don't have ADHD, Adderall's a great thing for us. You know, we're always running around as adults. <laughs> and I, that's literally what the doctor said. I was like, who? I need to know. He's like, look, you don't have cancer, but chemotherapy could be fun for everybody. You just go on it. You lose your hair. It'll be cool. Put things in perspective. You'll love it. And it's like, what? Yeah, doctors, they don't give a fuck. They just want to keep writing them scripts, baby. Your uh, story about like being a 12-year-old, crazy 12-year-old triggered this this Uh, memory of me. And and it was in like, I think it was in fourth, I was in fourth grade. And this went on for so long. My friends and I had this really weird uh, thing that we did. And we thought it was so funny. We would um, pass notes in like computer class and everything. We had to go to a separate room for computer computer class. And we'd be set up at little pods. There's like four, you know, two computers. And then on the opposite side, two computers, pods of four. And there were just stations. And we would draw like boobs and vaginas and dicks and oh, yeah. on a bunch of notes and just pass them and then like giggle at them and then just pass them to the next person and they would add a picture of like one of the three. Like we got really graphic. And finally, after so long, this went on, um, I got caught with the note and I was kind of the, the instigator. <laughs> you were drawing the most dicks. <laughs> well, I had three older siblings, so I knew what a dick and a vagina was. <laughs> from very early on so i couldn't draw my brother you could draw your brother's dick <laughs> no no i could draw a dick but, but that's okay well i actually got in trouble for doctor <laughs> more specific it's like those are exactly 
John's dead. Yeah. So I got caught by the teacher and it was um like Halloween, the day of it was a Halloween day. Or it was Halloween. Halloween day. PTSD. ADHD. ADHD. Halloween day. So I had to go to their principal's office and they found like my whole collection of notes that we kept. Oh my god. And they all think it was you? It was just like a magazine's worth of dirty pictures we all were drawing and i i me and like one other girl got in trouble for it and it, there was a halloween parade that they did every year you get on you put on your costume and you go and all the parents come to the school and you do the parade and i got in so much trouble that they wouldn't let me go into like be in the parade and i just remember be feeling like my life was over yeah that's like someone read your diary of dicks <laughs> your dick diary and but, it was like there was no there's no like where are any drawings of like a plant. <laughs> no, it was just. But they should they should have known because in first or kinder first grade or kindergarten we drew turkeys and with our hands it. and my dad says he still has the the photo so you yeah yeah you, know, I you take your hand the, the, yeah. your thumb you put all your fingers together the thumb is the turkey's head and I drew an anatomically correct turkey where I put like a little dick dangling down from the back of it and they should have known wait you put and, a dick on the back of the turkey <laughs> yeah. oh like right underneath I thought it, you would have no like right underneath where I like, thought you would have made this the dick and then this was the ball like an upside down turkey no like, like the, the your fingers are his feathers right and the head is no the, no I know that oh. but I'm saying you see how this could be a dick like this part, your thumb. I guess, yeah. Yeah. But I just... You just added a I dick added to the dick turkey. And, no, I, yeah. and I turned it in. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> They're like, miss. <laughs> I don't even know if turkeys have dicks. Obviously. Well, now they do. So what did so they so they didn't let you go to the fair? What a small town! Yeah, story. they didn't let me. I was so I definitely got written up for it. I think that was my second write up in I elementary school. You couldn't see the three floats that went downtown. No, no, it was in the school gymnasium. Like yeah. all the kids. Were you sad that you had to I miss that? I was devastated. I was devastated. Absolutely. Did devastated. any of the kids call you out for being like the tit and dick drawer? No, I think we all thought it was funny yeah you we should would, we all thought it was hilarious you're probably but... cool as shit after that moment <sighs> nah. nah yeah i mean yeah getting caught doodling that's hilarious i i remember i was given the the ritalin and like i said it, i couldn't eat or, or oh, yeah, sorry. yeah i know it's all good that was a great story keep the stories coming it makes my job way easier <laughs> Like we should probably write down some of these stories. Yeah, you weren't hungry, and um, I start drawing dicks, and I'm like, I'm getting now I'm starving. But you got so good at it because you were on Ritalin. (laughs) I was so hungry for cock. They were the most detailed of your dicks. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't even know if I could draw my own dick. God, can you you imagine you and me drawing dicks together? We would have been, we would have been great friends. I think. Yeah, that's, I uh, do. Uh, so, so, um, I stopped taking the medicine because I it was making me too tired for football because I I wouldn't eat, and so instead, like as a five seven little Jewish guy, I chose football over doing well enough to get into college. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like over algebra, I was like, I'll do football. <laughs> you know, and like. I could have been like the owner of a bank if I just took the of <laughs> Silicon so Valley. So ADHD of you, you're like, I can't, I can't do, do all that. So, 
And then, yeah, I wasn't even that good at football. I had one touchdown my whole career. And I got hit so hard, I couldn't celebrate. I was just like, <laughs> I got the wind knocked out. Have you ever got the wind knocked out of you? Yeah. And you like, you can't look cool. No. You're just like, <gasps> come here, wind. You're like asking for wind. So that, so I stopped taking the drug. And one day, I'm in class. I'm, I'm in, we had like outdoor lockers. And this girl kind of cute nothing like i'm gonna ruin my whole life for but she comes up to me we're talking and i tell her that i don't i'm telling her about the ritalin and i guess she's heard about ritalin at this point because ritalin was like adderall before adderall and she goes oh my god can i have it and i was like (laughs) I, i didn't even like i was just like yeah sure like not like trying to get pussy or anything just like yeah well here you go you know (laughs) I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think like, oh, maybe this would have a trickle down effect or whatever. And the next thing I know, a, a couple other girls are like, hey, heard you had Ritalin. <laughs> oh, boy. Showing her, heard you had Ritalin over there. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, I just get one a day. They're like, can we have it? Or can I have it? Maybe we could split it or something. And I'm like, all right, here you go. And I just give it to them. And then like a week later, there's like a line at my locker, like a Harry Styles concert. It's just like, oh my God, we always loved you, Andrew. <laughs> You're oh, the best. No. I mean, it wasn't like, to that, but it was. Were you giving all of them? Yeah, well, there was probably like it? four or five that were in the rotation. So I was like, your Tuesday, your Thursday. <laughs> I had my Monday bitch, my you, Wednesday bitch. I'm surprised you didn't think to like, I mean, you're a sweet boy, but I feel like guys would have been like, yeah, I could give you Ritalin if like you go on this date with me or something. Oh my God. I could have got it yeah, at least so a, much. like a, maybe a blowy. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Wow. You just turned these girls, you were there. I w- well, yeah. So I end up giving them all the drugs. Yeah. I could have made a lot of money. I could have get. I could have sold it for, they were all rich girls. Mm-hmm. They drove like BMWs. I could have got like 20 bucks a pill. Probably so intimidated. 20 times five. That's 100 bucks, 400 bucks a week as a fucking high school kid. That's life changing money right there. I could have been like Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Yeah, no. I never even had a second of going, this should be a business. Yeah. I took Ritalin for my friend in high school. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I would. Did you pay him? No, Blowies? she would just give it to me. Oh. But I'm, I. Mouthies? Uh, Ritalin. <laughs> Lickies? <laughs> lick for lick? <laughs> a lick for a writ a lick. i don't know <laughs> so uh i would take it and it would make me um so angry after it wore off like i was very in a very emotional yeah. just like mess ritalin was not good for me also probably because i wasn't prescribed it but i remember uh, i was in an art class and i was i'm so bad at art and i was trying to so hard to be good and i was a senior in high school i was an 18 year old senior and i was trying to draw a picture and i couldn't i just like couldn't get the artwork right and it was after the ritalin had worn off and i started crying in in art <laughs> class because i was so sobbing because i was so frustrated at how bad i was at it's like when you tried to make art. pasta that one time and it <laughs> fell apart if you only had Adderall, yeah. which then I thought we get into that. My, my, my childhood best friend, Trenton, was took that class with me. And he was like, you need to get it together. I can't. Yeah. Your, I can't be your friend when you're on Ritalin, like when you're coming down on it because you're such a bitch. Dude, because I don't think you eat. No. And you don't drink water. No. 
and you come down, there's a down, there's an upper. Meth is in the name, the generic name. It starts with meth. Oh. Yeah, so you just took meth to draw another turkey with a dick. <laughs> You're like, I didn't even get to the dick part, Trenton. Well, I would have been, it would have been done good on that part. It's just the rest of the turkey. Well, it's funny to think, like, to see your drawing, like, on Ritalin and then the half that, like, Dude, like I... you're like Van Gogh and then you're, like, a fucking meth head. Or no, not a meth head. I don't know. A maybe. meth head coming down. Yeah. Just scribbles. Um, I couldn't think of one bad artist. I don't know that many artists. Me. Well, yeah, when you're not on Ritalin. So I end up, I end up, like, essentially becoming a drug dealer that made no money. <laughs> like, it's so pathetic. Like Wait, so a, you got one pill a day. Did your mom give it to you? Like, she distributed it to you? Or you just literally were like, I'm only allowed to take one pill out of this bottle a day to keep my prescription? No, my mom put in, like, a little tinfoil thing oh, for me. Oh, so cute. Like, packing a lunch. She's like, here's your cheese sandwich and your drugs so you don't act like a fucking dickhead. And I'm just like... <laughs> so so um now i swear to you though the girls like got like straight up addicted like like bad like like i'm not even bullshitting they chased me around school like characters from like last of us like they were just like how we went to italy (laughs) and not the noise they would make Okay. Maybe that's a lot. Ah! And I would be, I'd run. Luckily, I paid, played football. <laughs> I was able to fucking dodge and weave. And these girls, like, would ch- they'd be like, come on, Andrew. Well, come on. We, you know, we'll give you a hand, your first hand job. <laughs> like, it's not my first. And it was just bad. Like, I'd be, like, hiding from them. And uh, they were, like, fully addicted. And it just, like, I don't know. Like, I think back and, like, I don't know when I stopped taking it. I don't know when I finally told my mom, like, I don't think I came clean about becoming a A drug dealer that made no money. A drug donator. A drug donator, a raffle, drug (laughs) raffler. Um, But I stopped getting it. I don't remember when. I mean, that's probably why I don't remember (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the girl's mom's called my mom that I don't even know about. But I do think about, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, that might have been a gateway drug for these girls. Because they all loved the fucking cocaine in college. And now they're all married. They're all married and tired. <laughs> and divorced. Yeah. And now making silly memes on Facebook. Oh, God. And they're not doing Ritalin anymore. <laughs> just Adderall. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just Adderall. It's better. It honestly is It's better. so much better. I, I don't think I've ever gotten down on Adderall considering I should because it's, it's, you know. I think it would help you. It's a pretty big part of my life. Yeah, because, like, I don't want to scroll on. I feel like ADD and stuff like that, like, your phone, it's, like, the one thing you can focus on. But really, you're not focusing on anything. Yeah. You're constantly being stimulated by We're on our phones else. too much. I think we got to. I I try to delete shit. I deleted Twitter, and then I just re-downloaded it because the Trump shit today got sucked in. Just wanted because it's easy to read shit. What's going on? And then I want to get out, mm-hmm. in and out. Mm-hmm. TikTok is still the devil. We're so funny. 
the funniest part about having a living girlfriend or one of the funny things is we both, you sleep in the same bed. So your sleep schedules aren't always the same. And we all, we both wake up at different <laughs> times throughout the night. Yeah. And we'll be, both do this thing where we roll over on our side and we watch TikTok <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning in the pitch black. And we so both try funny. to hide our phone <laughs> and we put it on no volume, just silent. Just silent. <laughs> in the dark. Just, just silent TikToks. <laughs> just scrolling yeah. talks, dude. Just... And then there's just a little bit of light. Like, I just see a little <laughs> bit of you. Just enough to wake me up. And I'm sure I wake you up, too. It's so there's funny. There's a part of me, like, last night I got up. I, I woke up around 4.30 and was watching TikToks. And there you were asleep for a while. But then you rolled over. And by the way, you roll over, like... A lot, like, right? No, you roll over, like, just... <laughs> like a bear like you you don't just like do like a quick turn you rotate like a rotisserie chicken and you're like (laughs) and everything shakes and i'm just why why does it need to be a big thing like why do you roll over and you just make all this noise but anyways you you do roll over and then i just see the little glow come on (laughs) behind me and there's this part of me that's relieved that you're all i love when you wake up when i'm up in the middle of the night and then you're just in it together you know because i know that you'll sleep in later with me then that way or sometimes we'll turn on the tv and just crank out a few episodes in the middle of the night yeah we did that the other night we were me and Brenna have probably gone through like five, like hour long shows, like full shows. Your Honor. Yeah. We that crushed was, that in like. That was embarrassing. It's embarrassing because you count the hours. It was like 22 hours and we finished <laughs> it in like three days. <laughs> like, I think we were both having a rough weekend though. Yeah. We were having like, we were depressed You can't together. say that though because we did that with Outer Banks. We did the same thing. Yeah. Well, I had COVID during Outer Banks. Okay. Yeah. So maybe when we're sad, we'll... We... Yeah. I think when we're sad, but we get sad together at least. Yeah. We did... <laughs> uh, we watched the Nicole Kidman, Nine Perfect Strangers. So bad. It's kind of fucking... It's bad. Don't cheesy. watch it. She, everything else she's in is like so amazing. I thought it. I had very high expectations and it's the slowest, most predictable show ever i feel like nicole kidman's like which is i'm not doing any show unless it's three words yeah (laughs) that's like her thing (laughs) i can't name them all but i feel like they all little fires everywhere (laughs) pretty little liars no no. that's another one oh um nine perfect strangers little fires everywhere there's so many shows that are just three words it's like pretty little lies yeah i don't know if that's another yeah i know that's another show but i don't know if she's in it but yeah, no, it's like these people that take like ayahuasca or whatever, or like some kind of drug and find themselves in these like weird cults. I'm, I'm so tired of these stories of people being like, I went out to Red Rocks and I fucking took ayahuasca and I haven't talked to my family in six years. And it made me realize like I should talk to mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. you know, like I haven't <laughs> like, like said thank you because I'm <laughs> such a fucking rich piece of shit. And like after I took it, I after said. After I went on a journey to Bali. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. went to a $10,000 retreat. I just like found myself there. Yeah. Yeah. It was so And hard. I didn't eat and I wasn't allowed to itch myself. I had to resist the urge. 
so hard. Yeah. I spent $300 million on a <laughs> massage table. And then I took ayahuasca and I was like, oh my God, this is like really like means a lot to me. I get so like <laughs> anxious just listening to people. Oh yeah. To even think of thinking, taking a drug to, like that. No, just to think of pe people like living in that reality of like just so much entitlement. It makes me anxious. Like if I r realized I forgot to ask somebody about themselves, like I'm like, oh no, I talked too much, much about myself or I didn't say thank you enough. I know I was I'm listening. I was listening today to how to uh, deal with narcissists, mm. and I think I have. I think everyone kind of has a little bit of narcissistic, narcissistic tendencies. Totally. Um, well, that's just being a human. You're yes, selfish, but there yeah. are people that are on like a whole nother level. Right? Yeah, we know a few of them. And how to deal with them, and how to not take it personally, mm -hmm. and how to not come back with ego and dropping ego which is so hard to do because you're like, well, why should I respect this person if they're not respecting me? But it makes sense. Just come at them with like calm clarity and like, okay. Cause they're like, you could get like a sense of pride about yourself from like tearing down others. Or you could just have like this inner pride that like is just there. Right. Which that's the beautiful one, which, but the problem is, is like, in my business, you have to seek outside love that the, the people that don't know you. And that's what a narcissist lives off. Of, right. Yeah. Is this outside external stuff because the internal people are too close to them. So then it's like they know too much about me. So they are not going to want to be friends with me because they see the real me mm -hmm. or I'm going to dismiss them before they get to know too much about me because I think I'm not worthy or I'm a monster. But I don't really want to talk about that because I'm actually perfect. <laughs> so anyhow, that's the videos I was listening to today or watching today. And uh, yeah, I don't even know how we got there. But yeah, no, there is something to it. Just drop the ego. It's so hard, though. I mean, part of and that's leave, the whole thing about the Internet. Like, that's what, that's why I want to get off TikTok and Instagram, because that's all it is. There's it's all narcissists. Yeah, it's well, all look at me, look at me. And I do it and I'm part of it. And I know that. So I'm kind of uh, hypocritical in that sense. But God, do I not like really doing it anymore? Even doing this. We're doing this. But this feels at least like a real conversation. It's long form. It feels more authentic. Yeah, I get. Yeah. Than I, just like, look at me, you know. But how we are, we're just talking about ourselves and people are listening. Thank people, you. But, yeah, I, I'm just. But you know like, me. Like you're listening to me. I'm honest with the listener. It's I'm, not just like a no. fake version. I'm just waiting for somebody to be like, we don't want to hear about you. And I'd be like, I, I get it. I understand. Like, No, it's great. Your I, stories are awesome. I think there we're, uh, we find out more and more about each other mm. the more we do this. How bad I am. Yeah. How bad I was in, in elementary school. You just want me to call you a bad little girl. <laughs> I know you. I know your moves. Fucking... Uh, yeah, I, you know what it is? TikTok people, these rich motivational speakers. We were talking about those guys. Right. And how just like they love to yell at you. Why are they always yelling? I don't know what they are doing. When the camera goes off, who the fuck do they think they are? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're a fucking loser. And then they probably don't even have pants on. They probably <laughs> just have a button down shirt. No pants. They love going, you're a fucking loser. Why don't you work 88 hours a fucking hour? Yeah, they always have like some sort of like 
come up story of how they worked a, a minimum wage job and it's like hey most of us are still doing that <laughs> yeah. by the way because oh, you're a fucking loser it's not, yeah you're not special and and then they're like that's where i really learned how all my core values and how yeah. to, that's what brought me here was the work i did when i was down yeah and it's like well, fucking go do that Go do that. Thanks for your inspirational story. With that, <laughs> I am ready to become CEO of a billion dollar <laughs> software company. Yeah, What's yeah. the software? It's just wear that's not hard. <laughs> it's good for like babies and stuff. They love. They can help you screw things in. Saying their origin story. They love telling you to ignore your kid. Like, don't. You got to put yourself first. Yeah. Fuck your kids. My own kids fucking you gotta hate me. You got to put your own oxygen mask on before you help those around you yeah. breathe because if you are alive you can't help anyone unless you're breathing the, the most air and then they do something where they go uh they love to sound relatable where they're like you know i'm rich now and i run this software company but believe it or not <laughs> oh this is hard but like i was happier when i was poor <laughs> working my way up I was so much happier when I was just doing those dishes at the pizza place. The grind with my community. <laughs> yeah. I owe the struggle. I miss it. I miss, I miss it. I miss having a purpose. It's like, bitch, you can still do dishes. Mm-hmm. You can still fucking have struggle. They're like, well, then that's not real. Go I'm just making it up. Out of the yeah, go back to the pizza place. Yeah. Go buy it and pay people more money to work every hour. Mm-hmm. That's what you can do. And then sell them your book. Part of me thinks like if I was like very rich, would I just be like, just shut the fuck up and just let the let let this game keep unfolding because I'm doing great. You know, if you, I mean? well, no one wants to question a system that if they're doing great in it. Oh yeah, we're we're saying this now, but if we were rich, oh we fuck it, <laughs> I'd be in Bali tomorrow. We would like, definitely be at that retreat. I'd be at the retreat, being pounds. like, take ayahuasca and be like, I'm actually happier when I'm rich. <laughs> I just learned. Through ayahuasca, that I hated being poor, and I and I hate poor people, and I'm just so happy. I'm so filthy rich now. Yeah. So, if you won the lottery, would you like tell people? I mean, like you know how people win the lottery and they go online and they're like, "I won the lottery!" and do all these interviews. Would you do that? Hmm. It's a good question. I guess it depends how much. The problem is if there's a sweet spot number for the lottery. If you make like 300 million, your fam everyone's coming after you. You know what yeah. I mean? Not to mention strangers. But like, even the lowest like lottery is still a lot Yeah, of money. a million I don't even know if they put you on the news. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think 20 What's a million these yeah. days. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. Mm, I wouldn't say anything. Depends if I was single. <laughs> <laughs> if you were dead what the fuck uh, i'd be like fuck yeah bitch you get your riddle in for script script I'd, dude i'd have my own <laughs> fucking drug plant i'd make it myself at home yeah I so did. you would be an in-house drug dealer yeah a live-in drug dealer i don't know i i think i would probably i don't go? i don't i don't think i would um there's there's so many stories about these lottery winners that end up broke like because they don't know what to do with themselves after they get the money and the money ends up like because you're supposed to be happy it's like living in la versus st louis 
It's fucking 80 degrees, sunny. You're depressed? Go outside. It's so what the hard fuck's to wrong be with you? Here. In St. Louis, you get stabbed in four degree weather <laughs> and you can't get an abortion after that person has sex with you. Has, has, uh, rapes you. Yeah, rapes you. <laughs> and then they're like, why are you not happy? Yeah. Oh my God. What? But at least you have an excuse there. Mm-hmm. When you win the lottery, they're like, you, how can you complain about anything? I think we kind of figured out this whole, I was happier as <laughs> the pizza place. <laughs> I think we might have argued our other argument. I still would rather have that argument. All right. <laughs> Here's the thing. You can win the lottery and go work at the pizza place and be like, have the money and be like, no, I like the everyday struggle of God, like, washing I mean, dishes. I would just, I love like a part-time job kind of vibe on a beach town, just chilling. I do love the idea of like running a coffee shop, yeah. or, like a little coffee place. But no, that's too, owning a, like a food and beverage thing is too much. That's too much. I would just be the face. I would just go oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be the owner and operator of a coffee Not shop. Not the operator, just the owner. And then I go there, it's in like Greece on a cliff overlooking, you know, the beautiful water. I go there, I sit down, I'm like, oh, Mr. Andrew. There's cats just like hanging out. I'm reading a big newspaper. Just being like, oh. Are you wearing, you're wearing like white linen pants and a matching Mm -hmm. white button, short sleeve button up. I drive there on my Vespa, even though I have a fucking Bugatti. I want a Vespa. You'll be dead in two minutes. I want one so bad. No one, no one. I'm going to get one someday. How about that? If we live on an island. In Greece. And the speed limit's like 35. I still think you, I don't trust you on a Vespa. I don't think you trust me operating any vehicle. Here's the thing. I've driven Vespas before. I guess you'd be fine. It's the other driver. It's just one mistake. Right. I remember my mom went through the divorce and I was like 14 or 15. We went to Dominican Republic and I was too young to rent a Vespa. But she like paid some local guy like under the table to let me use a Vespa. And I was like 14 or 15 driving that around Dominican Republic. She's a cool mom. I think she was just a little out of it then. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like she just wasn't really like (laughs) thinking like clearly. But um, that might have been the most freedom (laughs) I've ever felt in my life was driving that Vespa as a 15 year old. I love on that. Dominican Republic, and drinking ain't no drinking age there. You were drinking fun. while driving that Vespa. <laughs> you can do that in DR though. Oh, in the DR, dude? yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> Anything goes on in hey, DR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun times. I mean, look, I just know too many people that have like gone on motorcycles and gone fucked up. Like my brother, my I don't even know what I would call him. My stepbrother's first cousin died in a motorcycle accident. Mm. Has his tattoo on his chest, and it was like like a portrait. Yeah, I thought I should have pulled up the Oprah questions earlier. Um, portrait tattoos are hit or miss. Oh my God, there have been dude. Yeah. Especially if it's like a celebrity and everyone knows what you're going for. Like, it's one thing if it's like a a stranger or a cousin and they're like, oh, his cousin was maybe handicapped. It's another thing when you get like Beyonce on your back and it looks yeah. like Al Franklin. You know, there's, <laughs> I went to school with two guy, two or three guys and they all have tattoos of like their dead childhood dog's name 
on the name them. or the face of the dog the name which and it will always say i know like this one guy his i think I, it's a guy i dated yeah his dog's name was uh noogie and it is in curse the tattoo oh, is in so cursive it like... so it looks like the n-word kinda. oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god and then the other one has like it's like in disney writing it's the weirdest cursive it's so childish and it says something like i'm gonna find it because i actually saw him he posted it the other day and i was like you're Did anyone such a weirdo call him out for it being the end no no one said it. no I'm yeah just... yeah people were like dude really yeah people totally. wrote that on facebook that they think his tattoo oh seems this racist? is what it is he got a hand with a dog's a hand reaching out to a dog's paw. <laughs> Show that on camera. Pull that up to the camera. Uh, it's it's the dog. <laughs> it's like that Jesus and God painting. Yeah. And then he, that's not his only dog tattoo. So though. who's God in that? And then him? the other one, this is it. It says every dog has its day. This is the same guy. And it's in that weird Man, he Disney loved his writing. Dog. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, what is up with that? Where's where's the the N word one? Uh, that's a different guy. I don't think oh. he ever posted it because I wouldn't either. That's what I'm saying. No one called him out on that to on Facebook. No, it was like we yeah. were all like we told him in person, like, hey. Man, I don't know if you switch it because of that. What do you? Yeah, you got to come up with a longer word. Yeah, or change it to doggy or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um. <laughs> change it to doggy yeah some of those uh, portraits man it's like uh you know they do those things for the athletes they make like a i forget what it's called like a, a bust for the athlete or a bus a bust and they you know they do it like a oh yeah and um they did one for the soccer player ronaldo uh -huh. the first one that they did was i mean this is a gorgeous man and it looked like it, his eyes were <laughs> it's just, you're gonna have to google it at home but it's so fucking bad <laughs> and it's like an unveiling and it, like <gasps> that's so awkward maybe this was a prank i don't know no i feel like this was a real one because they've pranked people like that before they're like look at your thing and then they have like a real one after it <laughs> but i think they just fucked that one up from what i remember huh but dude if I had to draw you and get the, t I should. We should both draw each other and get the tattoo of whatever we draw. I'm not. You no. gotta take Ritalin first. <laughs> All right, here's some questions. We do Oprah's 110 questions. Um, I think we're on number 20. Oh, that's more than I thought. Yeah, we'll do three here, and then we'll we'll get out of here. What are we at? Um, yeah. What are we at? 40 minutes. Um, all right. Let's see here. Do you think it's more important to be smart or to be kind? Uh, smart, I think. Because <laughs> you can fake being kind. Or nice. Oh, yeah. But smart will get take you a lot farther in this world. Yeah, unfortunately. I want to say kind. Yeah. Because I'm 
maybe more, more kind than I am smart. <laughs> Same sister. Ritalin, but uh, probably smart. And you can be all different kinds of smart too. Yeah, it's a weird thing because be they're not smart. they're not really opposites, you know. Yeah, it's like saying, "Are you going to be smart and a dickhead?" I guess that's what this is, is um, inferring that you're not going to be a good person when you're smart. What about you? I, I feel the same way. Unfortunately, we live in a world where kind uh, it can maybe get you um, a no, like an award of some sort. <laughs> so can smart. Yeah, well, smart definitely can. But like I'm saying, like kind can't like. <laughs> if you want to make a lot of money, you can't just be kind. No, the world does not. Unfortunately, uh, kind people a lot of times finish last, and smart people can figure out a way to make money and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I. But I that guess, doesn't mean you shouldn't be kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should just have boundaries. A lot of people are smart enough to know that if they act shitty and mean that they'll get ahead which is fucking infuriating and those people should fucking die that's how fucking kind i am (laughs) would you rather be loved respected or admired loved yeah why because that's really it just i just love to be loved i love loving I no, I, I think there's I something yeah, respected, admired goes with ego. Because if you're more. if you're loved, then the people that love you respect you. And I don't need to be admired. There's too many people in the world. Let them be admired. Good answer. I wish I had more of that feeling. I I am getting closer to just wanting to be loved. I think when you're a comedian, you want Especially in the world of like how many followers you have, how much your audience can you sell out a theater? You want to be fucking respected, like for what my comedy is. I speak the truth, and it's just exhausting. And you'd rather people just love you for who you are, right? And hopefully, yeah, that comes with it. But yeah, um, so in that, yeah, I think, I think loved as well. I also feel loved is more like. Like a closer connection, like admired More and authentic. respected, I feel like is, you know, just a, a faint, like it's a, a lot of times one sided. Mm. Um, does your family have any traditions? Mm. We have one tradition <laughs> <laughs> on, on Christmas Eve. We pay, play the, my grandma facilitates the whole thing, but we've played it since I can remember. It's called the right-left game, and there's a right-left story that is, is and always has been, it always has existed, but she changes the story to like uh, the right family and the left family, so she'll say like our family is like, okay, the, your family is the right family and she'll say so the brenna right and you all have um a gift a little like tchotchke gift and every time she says the word right or left in the story you have to pass the gift right or left everyone has one and then whatever gift you settle on at the end of the story you all go around and you read this clue 
that's on the outside of the gift that you're supposed to guess what's inside and then you take it out and it's normally like a kaleidoscope or mm -hmm. something funny i forget we played it this obviously this she last year she came up with this game well the right left game i think is just a it just is out there yeah. but maybe like i don't know 10 years ago she just was like well i'm just gonna make this like relevant to present. like us yeah. right so she'll say like brenna wright and andrew wright came all the way from los angeles um to to celebrate this left uh yeah. you know this holiday with us we're so sad that they left michigan or left missouri or whatever yeah. but um as long as it's a right move for them like she'll come oh, up with cute. yeah yeah i'm yeah i know i played with you yeah yeah <laughs> it is cute it was cute. it's really cute and i don't know it's very nostalgic um i think we'll always do it and she always has just taken care of it it's really sweet um i think that's the only one that's coming to my mind right now yeah my family we don't have a lot of traditions we were never like a, a we weren't a traditional family <laughs> but um one of the things that we did, which we haven't done in a while, but it definitely became a tradition. We did it for about five or six years. So my family, my side is Jewish. And then my step family is Christian. So we would have a thing called Chrismica, which is Christmas and Hanukkah put together. Genius. So we'd get our families together down there and we would have a Jew versus Goy basketball game. Goy is like, a not, Goya for, is a way to say Christian. Christian. Okay. And so it would be like my stepbrother, my stepnephew, and my step uncle, no, step cousin. I don't know. So it would be Bobby, Jake, and Dustin <laughs> versus the Jewish names, Andrew, Daniel. Samuel. All all Bible names. And Mark. Yeah. And then they were like Bobby <laughs> refrigerator. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> and so we would play a Jew versus Goy basketball game. And it got intense. Yeah. Like because we were like not just playing for our own families, we were playing for the whole religion. For, yeah. <laughs> and it was so In funny. The name of Jerusalem. Oh, dude. It was like Jesus versus non Jesus. <laughs> like they had Jesus on I their side. That. We had fucking more money in our pockets. I don't know. We, <laughs> we were just like, it was uh, It was such a fun game. And, you know, they're good athletes. Mm -hmm. um, you guys are all right. Well, no, well, we play. It's so funny. We play like <laughs> Jewish guys. Like we play, we would like do picks and like very fundamental. <laughs> so we're like very this. team oriented, you know, and this is why like we run banks and shit and like Hollywood and stuff because we just, we are, we're like a team and they're like going one on, trying to do one on one. They're not communicating. Like Shaq. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> come, for, up to, come up to the brim or yeah, come just up to doing the their own hoop, thing. take a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, doing their Christian stuff just, <laughs> and like we would win when we necessarily weren't. As good. It's like the turtle in the hair. I mean, one, one day we had, one year we did have our other cousin, I think cousin Darren or Keith. I have like a couple cousins that are like six, five, six, six. On your side? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if it's blood. I don't think it, it can't be blood. Well, five, if their nine. cousins are like a quarter of your blood. Yeah. I don't know how much blood's yeah. in there, but <laughs> seven inches less of blood. <laughs> Which way? They're all big. They're all, they're all big guys. It's crazy. 
Um, but dude, that was so. I miss that. Like we'd eat deviled eggs. Ew. Oh, we love deviled eggs. And then we'd go and play basketball and just fucking go at it, and sweat. And God, it was just such an easy like living. Florida, man, where I'm from, it's just fucking easy, you know. Even though I've had so much hardship there and like so much like depression and everything, but like I don't know, I'm just thinking about like there's no thought outside of just whatever's happening inside your family of like good times, you know. Well, it was a long time ago. Life was less complicated when you're younger. I don't know. This was like in our twenties. I mean, this is post when we were yeah. young. I mean, my life was very less yeah. complicated a few years ago. It was fun though. Love talking shit to Christians. <laughs> Us Jews, boy. They they'd be like, Dude, you guys are fucking too smart. And I'm like, you're you're be, you're not kind and <laughs> respect me, admire, love. Ah, shit, that was fun. Anyhow, all right. Well, I think we know each other more now. Yeah. Want to go somewhere? Yeah, let's go. Right, <laughs> sounds exciting. Yeah, it does kind of sound. <laughs> oh, by the way, I never said this. Um, uh, shows, live shows, Chicago, four twenty-eight, L.A. Uh, oh, that's at the Improv, uh, the I.O. Theater in Chicago, four twenty-eight, four thirty, at. The Hollywood Improv, I do a show with Ashley from Girls Gotta Eat. And then 510 Tampa Improv, 511, or no, 510 Orlando Improv. God, I'm fucking this up. 511 Tampa Improv. Come on out to a live show. Love to see you. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend about the show. Let's um, subscribe to the show. Tell everybody. Because this is what we want to do for a living so we could go to Tahiti and complain about ayahuasca <laughs> or whatever or being poor. Anything else? I hope everybody is safe out there. Take care of your family. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>